Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. A lot of what I write and talk about grows from the conversations I have with people online and off. I'm lucky that I have so many amazing people to talk with in my life and that I have a life that brings new people and new perspectives into my life regularly. I also have a life that brings new people who post comments like, I'm in Ottawa and I want someone to peg me. I feel like these days it's impossible to have one without the other as a content creator online. And that's okay. I've learned to delete those comments. And if they persist, I block to remove them not only from my life, but also from the lives of the people that interact with my content. But today, I'm thankful for those who come into my life and offer curiosity and conversation, digging into multi-varied topics. Today's cast is inspired by one of those discussions. I'm talking about the nature of dominance with a local I met at a recent mingler, and the topic of femdoms and emotional labor came up. Are femdoms required to take on more emotional labor than dominance of other genders? Quick answer, no. But they often do, and it's pretty much sort of expected of them. If that's enough for you, have a wonderful day and come read me or listen another time. If you want more, though, let's dig in because that's what I do, you know. First, what is emotional labor? I'm going to go with two pretty basic definitions. The mental activity required to manage or perform the routine tasks necessary for maintaining relationships the management of one's emotions in order to present oneself and interact with other people in a certain way. To clarify, this usually means someone manages their own emotions in a relationship while also trying to manage their partners to keep everyone happy. Go along, get along, don't rock the boat. And taking on a role like this can be 
incredibly draining. You know what else it is? Co-fucking dependent. Because the person performing the emotional labor feels like they have to or the relationship will fail. Thereby getting what they want to feel important and needed. (sighs) So... Do femdoms take on more emotional labor than dominance of other genders? Maybe. I know many feel they do, and probably with very good reason. After all, women and femmes in general in Western society and many others are given more emotional labor than men. Want to know more about the science? I'll include a search for scholarly articles and a layperson guide in the links in the show notes. So whether this emotional labor is because we take it on, because we are considered better at it, because the genders are socialized to believe that men are Neanderthals and only the women can save them from themselves, or maybe a combination of all of those things, it doesn't matter. What does matter is how the genders may choose to take on and distribute labor in their relationships, power exchange, or otherwise. For the sake of this podcast, let's pretend that we can all agree that there's an imbalanced expectation of greater emotional labor from women and femmes. Right? Good. Now, one thing that is true of most femdoms or other women in charge is that they have been socialized just like everyone else. And socialization is fucking hard to break, y'all. And you know what else? The partners of these dominant women and femmes are also socialized. And if they are not women and femmes, they are probably lacking the skills to take on emotional labor and the understanding that it even really exists. What a bunch of poop. So that causes a lot of problems, even for those who are trying to live a different life because socialization, because even while turning the traditional masculine dominant feminine submissive relationship dynamic on its head, many dominant women are still caught in the same patterns of pleasing and going along and smoothing things over that they were taught because they have also been taught that the opposite of that is to be a bitch and they are not that. Where really both of those options are on the same side of a toxic patriarchal mindset. While the other side is a woman confident in herself with good boundaries and fully able to pursue and realize exactly what she wants in life without either hating men, or mothering them. And and when femdoms realize what's going on, they feel trapped. And they have a right to complain because, well, it's shitty. But they are not required to take that emotional labor on. Of course not. It's probably just that they have... And now that they have a relationship with that pattern, they don't know how to stop. Or they don't know how to stop without ruining what they do have. 
and their partners may feel betrayed or upset that the rules are changing if they try. Because, well, things have started a certain way, and now they are being asked to learn and to do more. And that's where it gets sticky for anyone who is in this position. Because let me be clear, there are people of all genders who are more emotionally intelligent or stable or responsible, who take on more than their fair share of emotional labor in relationships. Masculine dominance can get caught in this same trap. They must make everything right, never make mistakes, be properly compassionate and loving, cater to the sub, who many say is really in charge, even though that's utter malarkey, and powerfully succeed in every aspect of life, or they are a beta man, giving everything up to their betters. While the truth is, men can be and do what they want to live their best lives across a range of behaviors and not fall into the cocky, loud, alpha domineering trap. But that's a hard space to work towards when you can't understand it. So no matter the gender or the role, taking on too much emotional labor sucks. How do I offload emotional labor? This is a two-part answer. What to do when starting new relationships and what to do in existing relationships. Let's start with starting fresh. The first thing to do is educate yourself on emotional labor. What is it? What does it look like? How have you taken on emotional labor in your life? Then set boundaries around emotional labor. What are you willing to take on and what are you not willing? As you interact with new people, practice maintaining those boundaries and recognizing when emotional labor is creeping in that you do not consent to. Simply refuse to take on the responsibility for maintaining others' emotions. You will probably have to practice quite a bit more emotional skills in managing your own emotions while you do this to find the balance of refusing to take on their emotional labor while also not putting your emotional labor onto others. It's a challenge, but with practice, you can do it. In an existing relationship, the first thing to do is educate yourself on emotional labor. What is it? What does it look like? How have you taken on emotional labor in your life? Then set boundaries around emotional labor. What are you willing to take on and what are you not willing? Hopefully you've done these things to help reduce emotional labor in your new relationships. But if not, definitely start here. Then identify an area in your life where you feel like you take on too much emotional labor that is fairly frequent. You'll want to pick something that gives you practice in handling it. Decide for yourself what the ideal outcome is. Discuss with your partner how you feel and the steps you will take to reduce that emotional load. This may include discussing the steps they can take to help. Your partner may resist. This is natural. If you're in an established relationship dynamic with ingrained habits and patterns, you'll probably find that it's harder to affect change. 
but not impossible. If they have not been taking on that labor, though, they may not yet have the skills to do so. And it's certainly not a habit. So be clear and have some patience as they learn and grow, but also be firm and maintain your boundaries. You'll probably have to practice quite a bit more emotional skills in managing your own emotions while you do this to find the balance of refusing to take on their emotional labor while also not putting your emotional labor onto your partners. It's a challenge, but with practice, you can do it. You'll probably learn a lot about changing relationship dynamics, including that you will find yourself automatically slipping into the old patterns again, just like your partner. Don't blame them. Don't let them blame you. You are in this together, a team looking for a way to find the best balance for both of you. What if my partner won't take their fair share? Well, that's not a question I'm willing to answer for you. For me, the answer is this. I want a partner who is willing to do their share and follow my lead and who will show me that they love me by collaborating on the best woman-led relationship possible for both of us. Someone who won't make those changes is going to fall far short of that for me. What are your thoughts? How have you taken on emotional labor in your life and your relationships? Do you have emotional labor points that you'd like to change in your current dynamics? Do you feel like you can plan the steps needed to make those changes? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky is built by Kinksters for Kinksters, Poly, Queer, Trans Folk, and anyone not quite vanilla and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.